All right, before we begin, church, I just wanted to kind of give you an idea. So the Holy Spirit, the teaching of the Holy Spirit is what we call pneumatology. Pneumatology is the study of the Holy Spirit, okay? The reason why we're going through this is because there are many, many churches out there, I would say over 90%, you know, that have a wrong view of the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is a third person of the Trinity, uh, which is uh, God and um, uh, as a third person, right, person. So, again, it's very important that we understand who the Holy Spirit is and how he um, is involved through the Scriptures and in our lives today. So it's very, very important. So, um, anyways, that's why we're going through these uh, the study of the Holy Spirit, not just for the children, but also for the congregation as well. So, anyways, we'll continue our study in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. So do you remember what Stephen talked about last week? The Holy Spirit helps what? Okay, helps us, right? I think he spoke about the inspiration of the scripture, right? How the Holy Spirit helps. What's that? He helped God. Okay, all right. So we kind of don't remember a little bit, right? But that's okay. Uh, but the Holy Spirit helped us, uh, he, he, he used man as a tool to write down God's word, right? Uh, he is the author of scripture. And so those are some of the things he talked about. Today we're going to talk about how the Holy Spirit uh, was the companion of Jesus Christ, okay? And then next time we'll talk about how he instructs us as believers, okay? Now, there is a, there's a, a term... Uh, well, not a term, but there's a, a section of the of the Bible where it says that um, you know if we the unpardonable sin is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, right? So to deny the things that the Holy Spirit is doing and that it does not come from God is pretty much it's wrong, right? So everything we've talked about so far, if we give it credit to something else, you're denying what God's word says about the Holy Spirit, which is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. If you die in that state then there is no forgiveness, right? Just like any other sin, okay? So you have time while you're alive to repent if you have a different perspective on Christ, on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a power. We talked about that a couple of Sundays ago, but he's a person, okay? All right, so now we're gonna look at the Holy Spirit as a companion of Christ. Okay, you ready? How about you open your Bible to Luke one thirty-five? <clears throat> so, Luke one thirty five, and then we're going to jump to Romans one four. If you guys would like to follow along with us, all right. So not only was Christ born of the Spirit, he was also raised from the dead in the power of the Spirit. Okay, and we see this in um, born of the Spirit. You there, Emma? Luke one thirty five, the very first one. Here you go, all the way to the beginning. <clears throat> Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then John. Luke is before John. There you go. Right there. Find chapter 1, verse 5. So in our Sunday nights, we are going, we're learning the books of the Bible. We're doing Bible drills so we can get them ingrained in their minds. So, um, yeah, we're there. What's that? A fire drill. Is that what you said? Oh, if there's a fire, you can exit that way, turn to the right, we'll muster at the road there, okay? Is that cool? All right. <laughs> or this door, we'll still muster at the same point. Is that good? 
All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead and read Luke one thirty-five. Okay, so you see Christ was born of the Spirit, right? And this is what we call the uh, hypostatic union of Christ, which is a big word that I don't even understand, right? But God and man come together, right? And we have 100% God, 100% man, and Christ is um, God incarnate, right? God in the flesh. So we see that. Then also, Romans 1, 4 says, who was designed as the Son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. And then we go to Romans eight eleven. it says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So the Holy Spirit resurrected Christ, and if the Holy Spirit has the power to resurrect Christ then he can also give us eternal life, right? That's amazing. So showing you the power of the Holy Spirit and what he's done there, right? So again, so he helped uh, in the incarnation, or he, and then he resurrected Christ from the dead, okay? All right, so not only was Christ born of the Spirit and raised from the dead in the power uh, of the Spirit, but he was also anointed by the Spirit, okay? So, anointed, right? He was empowered, right? He was uh, empowered by God, by the Holy Spirit. And we'll look at that. Let's go to Acts 10.38. Okay? <clears throat> so you know, what, you know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power. Okay? So he anointed him with power and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him, okay? So he was anointed, he was empowered before he started his ministry. Remember when he was baptized, okay? He was, the, the Holy Spirit came down like a dove, okay? And uh, that's whenever his earthly ministry started. And we go to Matthew 4.1. We see that Jesus was led by the Spirit, this companion, okay? Again, right after his baptism, it says, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Okay? So this happened right after Jesus was baptized. So if you notice, Jesus is dependent on the Holy Spirit, right? His companion, they're, they're working together, you know, to do the Father's will, right? You see this beautiful union of the Trinity working together, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit was a companion of Christ, right? He was there at his ministry, he empowered him, he led him, and he resurrected him, and he was conceived, um, you know, through him. So, again, um, so now, so now we see the Holy Spirit was a companion of Jesus. Like I mentioned, next week we'll review how the Holy Spirit instructs us as believers. So there's a difference, okay? So Christ is his companion because they're equal with each other, right? They're... Um, but we are instructed by them, by him, because he is above us, right? He is our creator, okay? And so we'll see that next time, okay? Any questions?
No? Okay. Emma? No? Leo? Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and close in prayer, and we'll continue our worship today.